It's game day. Hello and welcome to the Lockdown Lease Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I am your host, Mike DiStefano, and I'm joined here with my co-host, the Zoobs. What's going on, buddy? It is early season test time. You go defending champs one night, and then the next game is the friggin' Tampa Bay Lightning. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, big test. Big test this week. It's been a tough week, obviously, uh... Coming off the heels of a, a 3-2 loss to the defending cup champion, St. Louis Blues. And now we have the prospective new champion, I guess, which, well, they're not the champion yet. Let's not crown them yet. But the team that everybody wants to be beating, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning. So they're coming into our own barn, and that's going to be a good one tonight. All-time record between these two teams, uh, the Leafs and Lightning. Leafs are, uh, win the all-time series 54-34-2-7. So it seems like Toronto historically does have the upper hand, but over the last 10 games, it seems like, uh, as you would assume, Tampa 3, 6, and 1. Uh, so we're going to preview these game. We're going to preview this game. We're going to chat about uh, who's going to be checking into the lineup, who's going to be checking out of the lineup, and then we'll talk about each team, the Lightning and the Leafs. Uh, so first of all, the, the lineup's... I don't know if you saw, but it looks like Braden Point has been cleared and will be making his season debut tonight, and that should be a big boost for the Lightning. Yeah, that's uh, that's scary news. The, the top line uh, as of this morning for Tampa Bay, uh, Stamkos, Point, Kucherov back in action, and that is as good as lines come that you're going to match up against. So, you know, if, if you're going to play Tampa Bay, get, get the full experience. Uh, you know, you're hoping he's maybe a step, half step, quarter step slow but uh you this is what you expect you, you get tampa bay you get the full tampa bay experience yeah the, the one of the deepest teams in the league they're they're just so lethal and uh and when you add a guy like Braden point to the lineup man oh man he had 40 goals last year he's looking to score another 40 maybe even 50 this year should be a good game uh should be fun to see him in action though what are you expecting out of this one tonight I expect, uh, you know, tight. I expect a, a, a close game similar to St. Louis, but with a totally different style. I expect uh, really fast, really high level. I think you're going to see a big test from both goaltenders. I know that in the in the past year, two years, uh, Vasilevsky has really had to put the work in when these two teams match up. Same with Anderson. I expect a lot of chances. I expect a lot of offense. I think you're going to see a fast game. It's not going to be a lot of you know, grind and, and a lot of hitting. But I, I I really think, like, when you look at it, like, Tampa has Pat Maroon on their fourth line. Like, they are just a really deep team. So I think this will be 60 minutes of, of just nonstop action. It should be really, I'm expecting a really good hockey game. Like, I think win or lose, this is going to be the most entertaining game of the first two weeks. I totally couldn't agree more. I think you look at the just... The, the skill and the star power between the two teams is unmeasurable. I mean, you, you just go down the roster here of Tampa Bay, like Stamkos, Kucherov, Point, Hedman, McDonough, Vasilevsky, like everywhere in every single position, they have legitimate superstars. Uh, it's going to be a tough task for the, for the Maple Leafs, but do you think they can get it done? Is there a specific matchup that you're looking forward to watching tonight? I like. I'd like to see. Uh, I think this is a chance for Kasperi Kapanen. I know we've said this a lot of times. Basically, oh. basically every game this se- this season, we've said, "All right, 
They need to get Kaepernick going. I think this might be the day where if it's if it's going to be a fast-paced, up-and-down-the-rink sort of game, uh, maybe he gets let loose a little bit. Maybe he feels a little more comfortable in this environment, and maybe he can he can really break through. Uh, also, I think this is a great test for line three. I think I think we've seen them step up. I think they've put up a goal in every game so far this this year. I could be wrong about that, but um, you know, with so much talent on the ice and so much skill, a guy like Trevor Moore, a guy like Mikhaev, who really digs those guys who really get dirty and get to the front of the net and get gritty, uh, they become really important. So if they can maintain, if they can continue to be a luxury uh, on that third line, then that's going to go a long way. If they don't, then you got to like Tampa's chances of winning. But I think we're in for a close one. I, I, I like to think the Maple Leafs pulled this out, but man, when you look at this Tampa lineup, like Kevin Shattenkirk on the third pair, like what a what a luxury. The Tampa Bay is just just stacked. Yeah, I mean, he came over, he was a bio candidate and came over for dirt cheap. I couldn't believe how cheap he signed. You know, was he worth the six or seven million that he was getting paid in New York? No, probably not. But now that he's making, I believe, just a shade under two million um, on a short term deal, heck yeah, he's worth that on your third pair. And he's, I mean, I, I took him in fantasy, and he's doing pretty well for me early on, I might say. Um, not not to say that I want him to go off tonight, because I don't. I'd rather the Maple Leafs get the W. But uh, if there is someone who's going to go off, I wouldn't mind if it was him. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, the Leafs, uh, the thing that I'm going to be kind of taking an eye on, uh, keeping an eye on is, is who's Babcock going to play against that top line defensively? Mm. Is he going to deploy the, the Morgan Riley-Cody CC matchup? Or is he going to try and see if Muzzin and Barry can try and contain them? Uh, and, and it's something that's that's kind of unique to this year that we haven't had in previous years, where I believe that there are actually, there's a legitimate top four pairing, where yep. I think now there's two matches, there's two defensive pairings that I would feel comfortable playing against uh, opposing teams' top lines and top sixes. And I think it's, you know, finally we have uh, a defensive core that, that gives me that sense of comfort. And I, I'm just, I'm just going to be interested to see who Babcock trust more to shut down that top line so that's something that i'll be definitely keeping an eye on yeah i think that's that's a great point and i think uh it is a nice test for cody cc who has had some flashes where he shows some offense that has been really promising and he's had some flashes where he hasn't been able to get out of the offensive zone i think this is a great test for him to say you know he's gonna have to be on his very best tonight he's gonna have to be He's going to have to be the version of himself that chips in on the offense, but is also reliable defensively. This is a, this is a big test for Cody Cece because there is, as we've said, probably no better offense in the whole league. There's there's no shifts off. There's no easy matchups on this team. So if if they're the team that gets assigned the point Stamkos line, then it's going to be a long night and it's going to be tough work. But uh, this is the kind of test that you need to pass, especially. You know, later in the year when when you're looking at playoffs, it's it, they're all going to be like this. So a good early test, and I think uh, we will see who really rises to this challenge. This is the kind of game that I can really see Babcock. Uh, people who play well tonight will go a long way in in earning their ice time. Definitely, definitely. Um... So we're going to chat a little bit more about each of these two teams and what they're going to be deploying later tonight but first 
Let me tell you a little bit about Vivid Seats. We all love a night out, whether it's seeing our favorite band in person or being there in the crowd to cheer on our favorite teams. With the Vivid Seats Royalty Lloyds, with the Vivid Seats Rewards Loyalty Program, you can attend the concert or show of your choice and earn credit towards your next live event. Vivid Seats is the top secure source for tickets for all live events you want to go to. You can sort by price or look for seats in the section or row of your choice, all in the Vivid Seats app. To make things even better, Vivid Seats now has a loyalty program that allows fans to earn credit back. Vivid Seats Rewards. For the month of October, earn double credit back from 10 to 16% on all your purchases through the Vivid Seats app. Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Fans are automatically enrolled in the Vivid Seats Rewards loyalty program. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. For the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater shows and more, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and join the Vivid Seats Rewards loyalty program today. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let the Vivid Seats app help you get to your favorite live events. Enter the promo code POSTSEASON at the checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. That's Vivid Seats. All right, welcome back here. Uh, We just kind of had a quick little preview of what we're expecting tonight out of both these teams. Now let's kind of go individually and chat about the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, They got a little off to a little bit of a slower start than they wanted to. 1-1-1 to start the year, which prompted those Steven Stamkos comments, which if you missed yesterday's episode, we talked about it a little bit, how Stamkos essentially said, if we keep playing like this, we're in for a a very long season, and which I thought was just kind of a silly comment because they're just such a talented team. Plus, something we didn't mention yesterday, they haven't had Braden Point for the last three games, who checks into tonight's matchup. So... Settle down there, uh, Stammer. I think your team's going to be okay. Rallying the troops. It's rallying the troops. It's, that's, uh, you know, that's, that's a strategic, strategic move by, by Stammer. But your, your point is well taken. I don't think they have anything to really worry about, it, especially with how last year went for this team. They're definitely thinking big picture. This is a big picture season for them. It's about going into the playoffs, playing their best hockey, not playing their best hockey in October. I don't expect them to, at any point going forward, be worried about a playoff spot. And we saw last year, like, they went a whole month, basically, without losing a game. They can flip that switch uh, at basically any time and and go undefeated for weeks at a time. So uh, I don't think you're panicking if you're a Tampa Bay Lightning fan right now. No, definitely not. It was was a a hero comment, some may say. (laughs) Uh, So... But a big storyline about tonight for the Tampa Bay Lightning, which we touched on a little bit earlier, but Braden Point will be making his season debut tonight. This is a guy who scored 40 goals last season. We'll be looking to score 40 again this year, maybe even 50. He just got a new uh, three-year contract, just a shade under, uh, was a shade under 6 million, or shade under 7 million, I think. Um, And that was something that, you know, everyone's like, are you kidding me? Like, this guy is so good, arguably better than, uh, the arguably was the best RFA out there on the market, and he signed for under $7 million. Meanwhile, we had other players, not going to name names, <laughs> signing for just a shade under 11. Uh, but Brent Point checking in tonight, and really, like, you just look at this roster up and down. Like, it's so talented all around. Uh, certainly the most deepest and feared team on paper. They had three players last year with 90-plus points. Like, that's insane. It's crazy. How deep this team is. Like, does, 
Does that worry you? Do you think that the Leafs have the depth now that will be able to contend with the Lightning? You know, it's obviously a concern. I, I the, the top line, if they're playing Stamkos, Point, and Kucherov together, I mean, that's that's a concern. Every single minute they're on the ice, you have to account for all those guys. Um, but the Maple Leafs are built with depth in mind. We've, we have seen it this year many, many times already that, you know, the fact that, that one line isn't firing means another line is sort of scooping up those easier matchups. There aren't easier matchups, though, against the Tampa Bay Lightning. It is a lot of depth and not just up front. The defense is also very deep. We mentioned Kevin Shattenkirk, uh, but like they they spread Hedman, McDonough, Sergachev, and Shattenkirk across all of their pairings. One of those guys is always on the ice. That is not easy business. Uh, and, and, the, and the front end is, is just as loaded. Uh, not to mention, I mean, you have Vasilevsky in that, who is a who is a Vesna sort of level goaltender. There is no easy way around this team. You have to hope that you're catching them, sort of in this early season feeling out period where they aren't firing on all cylinders. But it's definitely a concern. It also this is what the Maple Leafs are made for. This this depth is what this team. Uh, on both sides, both the Maple Leafs and Tampa, the depth is the calling card of of the year. So uh, this is that great, great test. And this will be the team that I think we both expect them to be battling for the top of the division for most of the year. So this is this is what the year is going to look like, like it or not. Oh, definitely. I, for me, if you would have asked me maybe two weeks ago if I thought that the Leafs could contend depth-wise with the Lightning, I probably would have said no. But after the hot start that our bottom six of the offense has had, I think they can contend. You know, I think Ilya Mikheyev is, is a trim, tremendous player, and he's played terrific so far uh, alongside, obviously, the entire line. Uh, Kerfoot's played pretty good so far. Uh, Trevor Moore, Freddie the Goat. Our guy on pace for 41 goals this year. Uh, Got to give him a shout out there. Mm-hmm. And then I think Jason Spetz is going to end up checking into tonight. But regardless, he's got a point on the year. Um, I just, you know, I, I think that this team is a lot deeper than I anticipated. And it's it could be just, you know, a small sample size and they're just really fresh and energized because they're, they're finally getting their chance to play some NHL minutes. Uh, but at the same time, I... I I like what I see. Um, they're gelling. They're they're playing really good, really fast, really hard. So I think that they they can contend with the depth that the Lightning has. I think that bodes well, not only for the rest of the season when they are trying to jockey for playoff positioning, but even the playoffs. I think that's going to be. I mean, it's a long ways away. We still got to contend and make the playoffs, but I think that this team has done a really good job. Uh, filling out the bottom six, filling out that bottom pairing. Uh, once Dermot gets back and Hyman gets back, it's only going to be better as well. So I, I do like uh, the matchup there with with depth. Uh, one other thing I just want to quickly note about the Tampa Bay Lightning as well. There was a piece in the Athletic about uh, Carter Carter Vrag, uh, mm-hmm. who is a former <laughs> Niagara Ice Dog, who I actually used to watch all the time big fan of Carter Frag, and he was a draft pick of the Toronto Maple Leafs back in 2013. He was a third rounder, and it's taken him a while to, to get to the big show, get to the NHL, but it seems like he has finally made his way through to the NHL with the Lightning, and uh, now he will be making his Toronto debut tonight, so that'll be fun to see Carter Frag, kind of a, 
a kid living his dream, grew up as a nice photo on that athletic, uh, on the athletic uh, article there about with him in a, a Sundine sweater. So it's, I like to see that, you know, kids, they so happy that they were drafted, Toronto kids drafted by Toronto. And then it's unfortunate that he wasn't able to make it through our system here with the Leafs. But he eventually did make his way and will be making his Toronto debut in front of his friends and family. Said he's got about two dozen tickets that he was able to scoop up for tonight's game, too. So I'm sure that cost him a little bit of money. <laughs> oh, man. Local boy in his first game. Just pencil him in for a goal now. Just pencil that in. It's, it's actually, gonna, though. It's going to happen. <laughs> actually, though. I expect Carter Wright to get on the score sheet. 100%. 100%. All right, coming up on the other side, we'll chat about what we think is going to be going on with the Leafs lineup tonight. All right, welcome back to the Locked on Leafs podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Mike DiStefano, joined by my co-host, The Zoobs. We kind of chatted a little bit about just previewing the game overall, and then we talked about the Lightning and, and, and how they're going to fare tonight. And now we got to chat about the Maple Leafs and how their lineup's going to look. And everything that I'm reading so far, it looks like Spezza is going to play tonight. And just looking at his overall numbers against Tampa Bay in the past, he is a lightning killer. This guy, 55 points in 46 games against the lightning. I'm sure most of those came when he was, you know, an absolute stud playing with the Ottawa Senators. But nonetheless, you know, Spezza looks like he's going to check in tonight. Expecting anything big? I expect... I think that's a move where you have to have skill on all four of your lines. You, you really can't afford to have any line that isn't a threat to score at any moment. Not that Shore doesn't provide that, but you have to be ready to go no matter who's out there uh, creating scoring chances. And I think Spets gives you a better, a better shot at that. I think it's the right call. Uh, I think you need to optimize that fourth line, just like, we, just like you just mentioned. Tampa Bay with with Carter Verag and, and Pat Maroon and Luke Witkowski, like they are ready to go on their fourth line. So you have to be ready to match skill with skill all the way up, all the way down. All 12 guys have to be able to get it done in all three zones. And that's why Spets is in there. I, I, I think that is definitely the right move by Babs. And if I'm not mistaken, this breaks up the one game in, one game out routine between him and Nick Shore. I believe it does. So Spezza getting him to his first back-to-back games. Maybe that will energize him a little bit as well. Uh, but, yeah, looks like Spezza's going to end up with the fourth-line center. It's funny how, how much we care about the fourth-line center here in Toronto. That's, hot. that's like that's it really is. Hockey. That's Maple Leafs hockey. <laughs> like, when he got scratched on opening night, and the city lost it. Like, it, <laughs> I, 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 was, I was getting upset because people cared more about a fourth-line center being scratched then, like, the, literally, that was the talk of the town on opening night. The night that they were going to be announcing the captain, the leader of the scene going forward, and all anyone could talk about was Spezza being scratched as the fourth-line center. It's only in Toronto, honestly, only in Toronto. <laughs> um, but on the other end, you got a guy who's playing really well. Amazing to start the season, in my opinion. He's been the best Maple Leaf out on the ice so far this year, and that's Willie Nylander. Riding a four-game point streak to start the year, points in four straight. Does he make it five tonight? I think, I think, I think so. Maybe that's bold, but I think this is the kind of game that really suits him well. It, it's going to be freewheeling. It's going to be, it's going to be a lot of skill, a lot of puck movement. And if he plays like he did 
against St. Louis. I think he is a full handful to deal with. I expect him to be, you know, driving play, gaining the zone, being in charge of forechecking, like really, really seeing this challenge and rising to it. He's been playing, as you said, probably the best player on the ice for this team uh, in multiple games and really playing like he has something to prove, like he's really trying to erase the memory of last year. And if you're going to do that, you need to do it in big spots. And there is no bigger spot than against St. Louis and against Tampa Bay in October. So, yeah, I expect him to, to continue to roll. I think he is on a heater right now and really fired up. So uh, that's the, that's this is the kind of situation where I expect him to be uh, front and center for most of the game and, and that for that to convert into at least a helper. I, I think I think he'll be buzzing enough to at least getting get himself a helper. I'm going back and forth between thinking this is going to be a low-scoring game and a high-scoring game, personally, mm. because these two goaltenders are two of the top 10 goalies in the league, Vasilevsky, uh, a, a perennial Vesna candidate, and then you look at the defensive corps that's in front of them, you know, Victor Hedman, uh, you've got Mikhail Sergachev, Ryan McDonough, we talked about Kevin Shattenkirk, you know, it's such a sound defensive team, but then again... There's so much offense on both sides. Mm -hmm. I, I just, I, you got to think that there's going to be a lot of goals up there tonight, no? Yeah, but you, you know, your point is, is warranted. This could be, I think we saw some games last year where it, it was a lot of, it was a lot of chances and a lot of skill and a lot of high end fast pace, but not a lot of goals because, as you said, Vasilevsky is one of the hardest goalies in the league to beat, especially when he's on. He's, he's flexible and he's huge and he's really good at uh, rebound control. So uh, the point is taken. I, I think we could be in for like a 3-2, 4-3 sort of game where it's tight the whole way, but not necessarily wide open scoring, but just some really nice uh, passing and some really nice effort on both ends because, you know, we, we've gone over it. Tampa Bay is... Defensive core is is not a liability. It's not a weakness. It's it's just as strong as their forwards. I don't want to call it a like we're just five games in, so I, I think it's too early to call it like sort of a litmus test. But I think this is still going to be a big test for this team, one of the top teams, and not only the the division, the conference, but arguably the best team in the league. I'm really curious to see how Toronto is going to do, and this should really tell us. After coming off a good, a good hard-fought game against St. Louis, and then if they can play well again tonight, this should really tell us where the Leafs stand in the league. I think that that's going to be an important game for us from an analytical standpoint to see where we stack up against some of the league's best. Absolutely, and and I think, I mean, geez, this first five games you've had, you've had rivalries in Ottawa and Montreal, and then you get. Defending Cup champions and then the presumptive regular season favorites year in, year out. There, there have been nothing but litmus tests so far. I, I'm looking forward to maybe after this one, maybe some maybe some just some chill games. Can we just get a game where they're it's just <laughs> it's just two teams and there's not we don't have to put that much stock into it. I, I mean I agree this is, this is a test and this is it'll be nice to see where they are at in the standings and it'll be nice to see where they're at compared to what is unanimously an elite team, but we do have to also temper that, that, you know, this is this is game five. Any big, bold predictions for tonight? 
I like Kapanen to get. I like Kapanen to get going tonight. I think we. I think we see. We see at least a point from Casper Kapanen, and we come out of this game saying that was the best Kapanen game of the year. I think. I think William Nylander keeps it going. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he scores a goal tonight. I could just. I feel it in my bones. <laughs> I think. I don't know if the Leafs are going to be able to pull this one out just because I think the, the Lightning are going to get a big spark out of Braden Point's return. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go ahead and guess 4-2 for the Lightning. Wow. Maybe 5-3. 5-3 for the Lightning. So it is high scoring. You you, you sort of jumped around and, and now you're... I know. That's what I couldn't decide. And that's even like between 4-2 and 5-3. Like that's a big difference between a six-goal game and, a, and an eight-goal game. <laughs> Absolutely. Like st- it's one of the two, which isn't a bold prediction, but... <laughs> can I can I guess four and a half to two and a half? Yeah. Can I do that? See, that's what that's what you, that's what you want to do. Uh, oh God, that is what I want to do. Go in between. Uh, I, I just you know, there's there's so many X factors. It just depends on how things go tonight. But ultimately, I think I think Braden Point's going to make a big difference with this team. Uh, like I said, got off to a slow start in their standards. You know, one one and one. Um, so I just, they're going to want to come out flying tonight. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, the Leafs, as we've seen, have kind of been caught off guard and, and flat-footed to start hockey games. And this is a team that if you get, if you get down early, it's going to be tough to, to beat them because they play a sound hockey game the rest of the way. Absolutely. And so I just... That's the rationale going through my mind about that prediction. I buy it. I can buy it. Makes sense. All right. All right. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us here today on the podcast. I'd like to thank you for listening and supporting the show. You can subscribe to the Lockdown Leafs podcast on all podcasting platforms and receive daily Leafs content. If you could, also leave a rating and leave a comment. That would be fantastic. Follow the show on Twitter at least Locked on Leafs. Follow myself at Mickey underscore Canuck and follow Zoobs at the underscore Zoobs. All right, pal, we'll be back tomorrow and we will be chatting. Well, I guess we'll we'll recap the game. We'll mm-hmm. talk about what happened and see if either of us were correct. We've been pretty good. We're pretty good so far with our predictions. Yeah, we're smart guys. Yeah, we're not bad. We're not bad at this <laughs> hockey, hockey thing. But until then, keep it locked right here on Locked on Leafs.